Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Quarantine Podcast. Um, it's our Sunday edition, and I thought a really cool thing to do on the Sunday edition would be to do what I'm going to call the mirror. So mirrors on Sunday. Um, and it is the opposite verse that was preached upon by Patrick during service. So if he's doing a New Testament reading, it'll be from the Old Testament. If it's an Old Testament passage, I'll do something from the New Testament. But today, um, during service, I got to read um, Psalm 91. And I'd like to read that to you if we're going to be there, if you're going to pull out your Bibles. You can pause this, go get them, come back. It's good to listen and read at the same time. Welcome back. Um, Psalm 91. Um, I'll read it with you. He who, dwells, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked, because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is my refuge. No evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent. You will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. There is a lot happening here, but this is a five to eight minute podcast, so I will not break down all the imagery that's used. You can do that on your own time. It's really cool to think about. But I do want to touch on this one thing. So verses one through three are are kind of this breakdown and a reminder um, that God is a God who commands all things. He is a God who um, is in charge. He's sovereign. You need not worry about where this life takes you and wonder if anyone's in control, for God is in control. Um, Now, what does that mean? So I'm on YouTube from time to time, and I don't know what algorithm they're using, but I get some weird, weird stuff in like that recommended bar on the YouTube page. And so one of the weird things I got, not this week, but last week, was this prosperity gospel pastor who was actually um, using this verse to exegete at the beginning of this crisis, right? So I flip it on. I'm like, I don't know why I was compelled. But I said, sure, let's see what he has to say. I didn't have, you know, a, a very high expectation of it. And boy, was I right. So this guy was essentially using Psalm 91 to say that you should claim the promises of Psalm 91, and if you do, you will not get COVID-19. Y'all, I almost broke my computer. 
I wanted to punch a screen. Um, what an awful use of scripture. Let me tell you something about what happened to the person in Psalm 91. Eventually, he died. You know, death has a 100% success rate. Death kills. Psalm 91 is not promising that if you claim the promise of Psalm 91, you will be immune to the travesties of this world. But if you read, right, if you read like three on, three to 16, you might assume that's exactly what the author is saying. And my answer to that is no. This is, this is very much, this is a psalm, so we have to read it like a psalm. He's speaking here in hyperbole. And many of the promises that he is offering here is if what is more than likely going to happen when you trust in the Lord. Now, does that mean you will be Superman and immune from everything? Absolutely not. And anytime you hear someone say, claim the promise of this passage, y'all, that is found nowhere in Scripture. Moses doesn't say, I'm going to claim the promises of Abraham, even though they're given to him. Jesus doesn't say, I'm going to claim the promises of David. Nope, they're already given to him. That's the beauty of the promises in Scripture. They are already given to you. You don't got to claim Jack. Anytime someone says you got to claim something, they're probably selling you snake oil. Run. But here, we are reminded of the sovereignty of God in the midst of all aspects of life. You know what's the worst thing that can happen to you? You die. You know what's the best thing that can happen to you? You die. And what happens? You live. That's, the, that's what he's saying here. In Christ, we need not worry about the season that we're in and the danger before us. Because God already knows the day, the hour, the minute, the second that you will pass from here to eternity. The question becomes, what will we do in the time that we have here on the planet? Will we sit here in fear? Will we sit here in fear? Or will we be reminded the promises that God has offered us can also be extended to others? Will we be used as vehicles to bring hope in the midst of fear? This is what this passage is saying. So will you bring hope in the midst of fear? Or, as Patrick said today, will you cling to the world? And the sad part about clinging to the world is there is no hope there. There is no hope, no matter how much <laughs> you want to claim it. Okay, guys, uh, this week we are going to be having a Yak Bible Study Tuesday night. Um, quick word on that. Come prep to, to come to Zoom. We're going to play Quiplash on the computer, so you'll need like a, an extra phone or a way to access the um, answers. Uh, eight people can play at a time, so if there's more than eight, um, we'll play a couple rounds. Winner of the game, I'm going to drop off lunch or your favorite like Starbucks or Smoothie King drink to you later in the week, up to $7. But you know how I roll, no risk it, no biscuit. You risk the win, you risk the loss. If you lose, you are dancing for us on Zoom. We're going to put on some Justin Timberlake or some other fun dance music. We're going to get you going, and we're going to all... We're going to all dance together. Well, the loser, you get to lead us in the little dance, but we're going to be excited. Um, 
look forward to seeing you guys this week, even if it is over social media. Peace.